Salaam Alaikum. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and, and our enemies. <laughs> Welcome to the Lion's Den. How's everybody doing tonight? It's 11-11 where I am right now. And tonight, I want to speak about Terry Coon Cruz. I know uh, a lot of you have recently uh, seen the headlines where um, him and Gabrielle Union uh, were going back and forth on Twitter. When she was, uh, she outed NBC for their uh, racist practices and uh, lack of diversity on the AGT set. And uh, Terry Crews' first response was, well, he always do, uh, you know, buck dance. You know, you can tell he's a buck dancer. Just his demeanor and the things that he says and how he moves. He's a buck dancer for sure. And his initial response was that of a buck dancer. Um, it's funny that he came, uh, out with that first response, uh, in non-support of Gabby Union when, um, I remember Gabby standing up for him doing Penisgate of 2017. If you're not familiar with Penisgate, um, Terry Crews claims he was at a party with this, uh, Hollywood super agent or whatever. He's like one of the top agents in Hollywood. And this man grabbed his penis in a room full of people at a party. And he felt like he couldn't do anything. Blase, skippy, whoop, whoop. You can look at, you can look it up. I'm not going to go into the whole spiel. But basically, he claims he was fondled and he rode that him to hashtag like a hard penis. He really did. And, you know, when I heard the story, I initially believed it was consensual. And I'm just, you know, 
There's just not too many black men that's going to let a man just walk up and touch their penis. And they are clearly heterosexual. And they're going to let a man come up and just touch their penis. I don't know many, I don't know any men actually that would allow that to happen. It wouldn't matter if they were standing in front of Jesus, Santa Claus, or the, the, the Holy Grail. It wouldn't have mattered. Somebody would have been on the floor. Now, he claims he didn't feel like he could do that. He didn't want to play the part of the angry black man. So he just took it up. He just took the L. That was weird to me. So from jump, I already knew his story was wonky. But Terry Crews' behavior is that of a buck dancer. If you can't see it, then I guess you're just blinded by his celebrity. But he's not a, uh, he's, I, I wouldn't look to him to uh, do anything revolutionary or uh, be in anything culturally uh, that would push us forward or part of any kind of black power you know, uh, movement at all. He doesn't strike me as that type of black man. Terry Crews, when I look at Terry Crews, he does a lot of grinning. He don't smile, he, he grins. And I was taught a long time ago by elders, you don't trust nobody, all they do is grin all the time. They up to some shit. I just found it funny how then his no oh, his next response after Gabby, you know, she came, she fired back at him respectfully. Of course, you know, no name calling, no stuff like that. She just let she read him, she let him know, like, you know, I thought we were gonna just not say anything till the investigation was concluded, you know, some something along those lines. And then Terry comes out and says he doesn't have to please anyone but his wife, and that Gab, you know, uh, women need to go get the males in their lives to fight their battles. See, bum bum, bug dancer alert. You are a black man. This black woman is saying, I experienced A, B, and C on this show. I would have rather for him not to say anything and supported her behind the scenes, shoot her a text like, hey, I stand with you. That shit was fucked up. Even if that even if you didn't experience it, Terry Cruz, you gave no uh, empathetic response. It was like, save me, save my job, because I can't get no work since I outed that man for touching my penis. That him too shit he tried to ride. He was doing too much press. And that's another thing, like, you doing all this press, you trying to bring um, awareness to a situation to deflect from something else. That's what the true T was. And can't nobody tell me any different. Because I've seen a million and one Terry Cruises. And they're part of the reason why us as black people can't achieve true liberation. Because we got a lot of Benedict Arnolds and turncoats in the camp. Like Terry Cruz. He's a black man. He should have stood up for that black woman. Because she stood up for him. With no coaxing. No question. Black men was clowning him. I saw the memes. They He got no love from the black men. They was not checking for that. They was clowning the shit out of him all over the internet. Black women stood up for him. He patted the black women that whole time. And then when one says, hey, I've experienced this. They fired me because of this bullshit. Her hairstyles are too black. And then she's saying there were things going on behind the scenes that were concerning to her. And your response is, I don't know both. I didn't see nothing both. 
I didn't experience that, so I can't speak to that. And then he turned around and backpedaled and pussy popped when the backlash got too too spicy for the pepper. I just would love to know what kind of conversations does him and his wife have. <laughs> because I remember uh, an episode uh, on OWN of that black love Oprah got going on where the couples talk about their trials and tribulations and how they got to where they are now and all that bullshit. And her commentary was very uh, interesting. If you if you want to go online or YouTube or wherever and look at that clip, if it's a, it should be available. She basically said he a low down dirty cheater that be busting the low and spreading the wide. I don't know if he is now, but at one time he apparently was, according to her. That was a long-ass monologue. <laughs> she said a lot in that. But he looked—he—he he seems like that type. Think that he got all the juice, and he really, for real, some like soft-ass angel food cake. Like I said, I think it was consensual. That's my opinion. I think he trying to cover up for the fact that he likes the meanses. Terry Crews, if you're gay, it's okay. It's 2020. You know, we're past the, the times of being afraid to say you're gay. It's got the LBGTQURSTUV, WXYZ out here. There's no reason for you not to live your truth, Terry. You ain't got to be a messy queen and throw shade on other, you know, on other people trying to save your check. Because at the end of the day, you not standing or standing up for Gabrielle Union is not going to secure your job either way. They'll get rid of your black ass too. Don't get it twisted. And they got rid of Nick Cannon. And I'm quite sure Nick Cannon's worth, net worth is way, way bigger than yours. You ain't got no future there. They'll get rid of your ass tomorrow. Then you're going to want somebody to stand for you. Terry <laughs> Cruz, you are a joke. And I will, as a person of color, will never watch anything ever that you're ever in. I'm going to try my best to not patron anything that you're in. Because if you can't simply stand in solidarity verbally, nobody told you to put your job on the line. But you could have said, I'm standing with Gabby. Hashtag that. It didn't even have to be a, a, an elaborate statement. But now you put out one statement, you buck danced, ba-boom. You did the two-step, missed the step. Now you got a backpedal on pussy pop because you couldn't handle the backlash. And your wife probably told you, you better get your black ass out there and make it right with these hoes. <laughs> you better get your black ass out there and, and make sure our bag ain't in jeopardy. Or you, I definitely will leave. <laughs> I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure that conversation or something similar to it transpired between the two of them. <laughs> I'm almost willing to bet on it. Like, real real talk. And it just begs the question, like, historically, black women have covered black men. Like, literally, taking beatings and all kind of shit to save y'all. Going back to chattel slavery, we still cover y'all the way these like how some of these chicks you know uh coddle their sons and shit like you get y'all get too much love from black women 
to when we going through something not to stand up. And Terry Crews ain't the only one that's in this category. I remember I was at Kroger's and um, it was a security guard harassing these two little teenage dudes. And they weren't doing nothing. I watched them. They bought their shit and it was leaving out. And they was trying to give them some static. Now, a million and one black people walked past and didn't say shit. But y'all know me. I said, is there a problem here? And he said, uh, are you the parent or guardian? And I said, no, but I'm a concerned citizen and I want to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. Because they look like minors to me. And that's all it took for him to straighten up because he was just talking shit to him. And I stood there until, I guess that lady was her mom, their mom or their aunt. And I stood there until she got there. That security guard gave me the meanest look. And every time he's on um, on the clock up there and I'm shopping, he looks at me. I, I want you to say something to me. Because I sure did interrupt your bullshit session. That's what real niggas do. We interrupt bullshit. <laughs> but that was me standing up. And I didn't know the muse. But we melanated. I'm going to automatically assume it's some bullshit until I'm proven otherwise. Other races do it, and they're not admonished for it. Now, there's a limit. Now, I'm not going to stand with you and you a child rapist or a murderer or no crazy shit like that. But if you if there's an injustice being put upon you in front of me, I'm jumping in. That's just how I'm wired. Simply because too much time, too many instances in this life where we don't cover each other. And we should. There are situations where we need to stand as one and stand firm and stand on our convictions and fuck the world. We need to start practicing being in that mindset. We not in peacetime, we in wartime in case y'all forgot or excuse me don't understand we have to stand for one another sometimes it might mean your job sometimes it, it, it but when you deal in the real you stay blessed so you ain't got to worry about it cuz you did something real something that you were supposed to do something that we all need to be doing more of standing for one another not saying, uh, well, you know, I don't wasn't there. I really don't know. No, if it's happening in front of you, like, um, I was reading an article the other week, last week, and it was a a, a girl in there getting stabbed up by her boyfriend in front of mass people. Nobody helped. Black woman, nobody helped, and it's ironic that. A lot of black men, and I've seen them say it across social media and in conversations, how we don't trust them and we don't want, we won't allow them to lead and all the rest of this shit. There's a reason for that, but they won't examine that because they look at it as an individual thing. As a collective, black men don't stand for black women as much as they should. It's something that needs to be approved upon collectively. In your individual life, you might stand for black women every time you need to. But 
just you isn't enough. We need a collective stance. We can't come together if women won't trust, if the black black women won't trust you. That's just how it is. Unfortunately, y'all got to step it up. I'm not going to allow anybody to leave me. That's a fool. And a lot of y'all out here fooling. The Terry Crews of the world is fucking it up for everybody. Because their mission isn't to liberate. They want to, they just want to be, you know, they want the uh, Babylon to be nice to them. They don't want them not to be under their rule. They think they're going to be on the winning team. And they can be over there. There's enough of us over here to invoke change. And we're going to have to do it, uh, in the words of T.I., expeditiously. Because I don't know if you all have taken a look around, but the world's going to shit. And in a minute, it's going to be so bad that if you don't have survival skills, you're going to be fucked in the game. We're going to have to rely upon each other at some point. When that's going to happen, I don't know. I don't have the answers because I'm having my, I have trust issues with black men myself. I do. And not because every man I've been with cheated on me and none of that. It's just things that I've seen. And it's just really, you be like, what? And you want to lead me to do what? That's what a lot of black women think, fellas. If, if in case you were missing, you know, in case it was a mystery. Follow what? Follow who? And why should we? When, when we're going through something, can't be covered or protected. I bet you can't jump on no Chinese woman and the Chinese motherfucker don't jump out. I bet you can't jump on no uh, Mexican woman and there's other Mexicans around and don't nobody jump out. I bet you can't go to no white uh, neighborhood and just start jumping on a white folk and don't nobody jump out. Stop feeling guilty for protecting your own in reasonable circumstances. Let me be clear. Because unity is not backing up bullshit. I'm not going to stand for you if you're a child molester. I'm not standing for you if you're a rapist, a convicted rapist. I'm not standing for you if you own that fuck shit. That nobody deserves to have any backup on those type of things. But when there's an injustice like what happened at AGT to Gabrielle Union... And you are her black co-worker. You ain't going to just say. We stand with Gabby. Or. I don't know. Uh, what's happening. Let's wait for the investigation. But uh, but some way. Validate what Gabby went through. The girl ain't lying. She's not lying. You can tell. 
that she this is not something she's making up. And people really need to understand that, you know, diversity is still a struggle in 2020 at the workplace, in the corporate offices. It is. It's unfortunate. But because there are not enough black people in certain spaces, we're, we're um, being kept out. Or the line through is very, is like a trickle effect. One or two will get through. One or two will get through. <coughs> Excuse me. And unfortunately, some, most times when the one or two to get through, they don't reach back. They shut the door. It's a programming that happens. And it usually happens when you put your kids in all white schools and you immerse them in this all white culture and that's not their heritage. You want them to go to, to a better school? Great. But you should still ground them in their culture. You should still have, they should still have a baseline. Because you just let them go, they're not going to have any sense of direction. <laughs> and that feeds into the collective. What you teach your children, they will, they will emulate at some point. We got to do better as a collective. Black men, if you want us to follow you, y'all going to have to tighten up collectively. And not um, support abort behavior and arrest this shit. Start looking inwardly and finding out what can you do, not for yourself, but how you can contribute to the collective. All right, we're going to stop that right here. I'm going to go ahead and pay some bills, take a little intermission, and I will be back shortly. Hello, welcome back to the Lions Den. Another topic that I wanted to touch on tonight. Um, and this is speaking to my female sisters out here. If you're within the sound of my voice, I need you to hear me and hear me clearly. If you got babies with a man. And he wants to be in their life, let him. If you got babies by a man who wants to be involved, wants to be there for them, wants to pick them up, drop them off, spend time, spend money, actively assist you in raising them, let him. It's no longer about you, boo. Let it go. Whatever he did to you or whatever y'all went through has nothing to do with those children. Stop playing games with the court systems. Stop playing games in the hood, in the streets. Stop playing with these men about their children because it's not fair and it's not right. Then you wake up in the morning wondering why your edges won't grow in because you keep a little slow jam from his daddy, okay? 
What goes on between adults has nothing to do with children. And you are not allowed to use your children as pawns to control a man or to control an outcome or to try to keep him from not dating anybody else and, you know, making it hard for him to see his youth because you're upset he's moved on. Get out of your feelings, sis. It's not about you. Your children deserve to have an active father in their lives. Because they need that piece of the puzzle. It's a need. Unfortunately, some of us don't have that option. So if you have that option and you have a baby's father who is wanting to be there, is there, present, counting on, stepping up to the plate, doing what he got to do. Allow that to happen. You are hurting your children. You're hurting them. You're not helping them. What you feel about them don't mean shit. It doesn't. Not in the scope of those children. It means nothing. Allow him to be in their life. Because it's not fair. For you to hoard your children's love. And, and, and an adoration for yourself and never give them a chance to know the other half of them. They have to know where they come from. You lay down with this man. You allow him to squirt baby batter all up in your oven. So now y'all got little buns running around here. And y'all both are responsible for making sure that they become adjusted, productive Adults. And you can't do that if you hoarding feelings about what this motherfucker did to you. Or he didn't come home at night. Whatever happened. And maybe it wasn't a bad breakup. Maybe y'all just grew apart. Whatever the reason was, y'all not together no more. Okay. Those children deserve to be with their father. You know, sometimes I see across the board how... Black women get uh, chided for allowing their children to be with their father or they might not be on their feet at some, at one point. So they'll give the kids to the father till they get on their feet. And people actually have something to say about that. And I'm like, but that's their daddy, though. It ain't like she gave them to a stranger or some fool on the street. She can't take care of them. So she gave them to their father so she can get on her feet. What's the problem? That's what parents are for. Both, one. Just because they're in the father's house doesn't mean she's not going to ever see her children again. If she's a if she's a, a vigilant mother, yeah, they might not be living with me, but I'm going to still see them and, and provide for them and stuff like that. It's only uh, broke wayward bitches that just leave their kids on the daddy and skirt. But in a real situation, a reasonable situation, if a woman has to give their children to their to their father for financial reason or whatever reason, why is that looked down upon? It's weird how society looks at things sometimes. Your children deserve to be raised by a mother and a father. And that don't mean go out here and try to put any old Negro in the slot. 
Because that's what uh, some a lot of y'all fucking up at. And I'm not saying that, you know, they're, they're not good stepfathers out there. There are. I know a couple of them. But that's not an everyday situation. It takes time to integrate someone. All that blended family stuff is complicated, and it takes time. And sometimes it doesn't take right away. There's a lot of different factors as to why it might not go right. So you can't just put any old dude. Just because you liking a dude to want to date him don't mean he's a good fit to be around your children. And you should have enough womanhood within you to be able to deny yourself being with someone over being with your children. If you really like them, but your kids don't. Guess what? You're going to have to leave that motherfucker alone. Because you're going to create resentment and bullshit in your kids that they don't need. I don't do that living stuff. You're not moving in. I got kids. My kids can't say they didn't say they had seen any other man live in my house other than who I made them with. That's something that I took on because I feel it's disrespectful. That's just how I feel. So let's not get our panties in a bunch. That's just how I feel. That's how I do things on my neck of the woods. I would never incorporate a man into my household because it's just too much shit going on for me to have somebody in here having a, a dominion over my children. It's just not going to happen. And then you can't live in my house and, you know, can't say nothing to my kids about shit that they do. So I just cut out the middleman. You can't live here. Sorry, Charlie. But a lot of women can't make that, you know, make that choice because they're too caught up in, well, I'm a woman too, and I have needs too. No, what you need to do is be there for your fucking kids. Fuck a man at the end of the day. Because there's ways, my dating life and my motherhood are two separate things, and you can't keep them separate. You have to be open and honest about what you own, and don't let yourself fall into stupid situations. It's easy if you can see. All that revolving door bullshit, you hold, you're hurting your kids. You'll let old, some old random nigga be around your kids and babysit them while you at work, but you won't let them, they father have them. You backwards as fuck, bitch. And if you're the bitch that I'm describing, I'm talking to you. You backwards as fuck, bitch. Because of how you feel about some shit. Don't nobody give a fuck how you feel about some shit. Your kids deserve a, a better life. I didn't grow up with my father, but I would have loved to have been able to raise my kids with a father. It just didn't pan out that way. So I had to make do with what I had. You got to deal with the cards that you dealt. But if I would have had a different situation, I definitely wouldn't have had no problem. Because real women aren't scared of a man talking about, I'm going to go get custody. Or I'm going to go get visitation. That's not a threat to a real woman. Because she's going to let you have your kids anyway. It's them bobblehead dumb bitches. Them bubblegum hoes that you bitch, you uh, motherfuckers like to chase and shit. That y'all eat big butt and big titties and no brain. You don't even know if this bitch is, is, is fit to even raise your seed. But people get caught up in their own soap operas in life and, and their own fallacies and fantasies. And don't understand that uh, real life have real consequences. And one of those is, if you're having unprotected sex, you might produce life. So it behooves you to make sure the person that you could potentially be parenting with 
has enough sense to pour piss out of a boot. Hindsight is twenty twenty, But a lot of y'all keep perpetuating the bullshit. Men and women. You keep smacking your head against the same brick wall. And then yet the kids suffer. Kids growing up every day. They can't wait for you to get it together. They ain't going to stop growing and stop needing love, guidance, and direction because you immature as fuck or you mentally unstable or whatever's going on in your life. They're still growing and they're still needing direction from a responsible adult, preferably their fucking parents. Ladies, don't keep your kids from their father. Don't do it. It's going to be a mistake and it's going to come back to bite you in the ass because they're going to get old enough to think for themselves to, to to gain perspective perspective and everything else for themselves. And they're going to go over the situation and put it together. And then now you're going to be the enemy. Because I lost all this time with my dad because you wanted to be on some bullshit, bitch. That's fucked up. And then you'll be the same, bitch, wanting to cry. Why my kids don't, my kids don't talk to me, they don't fuck with me? Because you robbed them. There's some things that they probably would have never went through or had to see or say or whatever if they dad had been there. But y'all will let all these random niggas around y'all kids because you like him, because he nice to you, because he took you out to eat, because he buying you bottles and loud bags or whatever he's doing for you or sucking your soul out your ass or whatever's going on. You never consider your children. Just because you dating him don't mean he's automatically going to be a good fit for your children or that your children will like him or that he will even like your children. Because there's a lot of guys out here that don't like kids. They just say what they need to say in order to wiggle up in the mama snatch for a night or two or three. You got to be able to identify what's in front of you so you can make correct decisions. But looking at the world through rose-colored glasses, you're going to get fucked up every time. You have to analyze, ascertain, ask questions. This is why dating is important. And I'm going to I'm going to touch on that too. The reason why dating is important. I'm going to do that in another podcast. I'm not going to go into that tonight. But that's why dating is important. The conversation is how you flush out things about a person so you can figure out if you like them or not. If there was, if that's someone you would be a, compatible with or not, just jamming up and fucking, you're not gonna learn anything from a motherfucker. And even if you just gonna just jam up and fuck, you should know at least something about them. You know, first and last name, address. You know, basic shit. So in case you do get pregnant, you you can you know at least have someone to contact. You got to get to know people. No matter what your intentions is, are going to be with them. Because you don't want to lay up with the bull boogeyman. And that's male or female. Because there's females out here doing stuff to men too. But my the basis of this podcast is basically speaking to the ladies about being responsible. About your children being with their father. If he's an active father. Because you can't make a deadbeat do shit. You can't push your, you can't push your kids on a deadbeat. And I, I don't I don't advise women to do that. If he ain't around, he just ain't around. 
You can't make him be around. But if you got a man that's wanting to be there, he there, he there for his youth, he ready, he at the ready, he a real man, he going to step up to the plate, and you standing in the way of that shit, bitch, you ain't shit. I'm here to tell you you ain't shit, you ain't shit, and anybody telling you that that shit is right, they ain't shit either. You are psychologically damaging your children. They need their dad in their life. You can raise children without their dad. It is possible. My mother did it. I am currently doing it. But there's a price that comes with it. Because no matter what, your child is going to feel like they're missing something. Because they see other kids. They might not ever say it to you. But it's going to be something that they feel inside. And you don't know how that's going to come out. And that's why they need the love protection from you in order to counteract that. But if you're too busy worrying about what next, next dick you're going to suck a fuck or which bar you're going to hang out at, you'll never be able to head that off. Some of y'all really need to sit down and talk to y'all kids. For real. You'd be surprised what they'll tell you. Especially the kids that are in these contentious uh, wars between parents where the mother's not wanting the child, the child can't be around the daddy because she's full of herself and feel like she got all the power. You want to make God laugh, tell me your plans. And you think you're going to plan on keeping that child away from his father and all that other shit? Watch the karma that comes back to you. There's going to be hell to pay. You don't do that kind of shit. That's not real shit. That's lame shit. Bitch, you lame. Them kids deserve their father. They deserve it. It is your duty to provide it. If it's feasible. Fuck how you feel. It's over with, boo. You can't sit there and dictate that man how he can live his life and you hold the key to his kids so you play a puppet master. It always backfires. No bitch gets away with it. It might be years from now. Your kids might be good and grown, but that karma going to get you for not doing the right thing by your children. That is your job as a mother. That is the job of any parent. You got to do right by your kids. Even if it's stepping on your little uh, ego as a woman or as an adult or as a parent, you have to parent through that kind of shit. Because it ain't about you, it's about them. You want their well-being to be intact, as intact as as they can be in the world that we're fucking living in. They need that foundation. They need a base. Kids need a home base, something solid that they can stand on when the world's cold. Some solid they can stand on when they feel scared or feel unsure or uncertain. They got a baseline. They got roots they can grab a hold to. It's not fair for you to keep that child from his daddy. And if you are listening to this podcast and you're in that situation where you're keeping a child from his father, her father, I'm here to tell you, you're dead ass wrong. And you need to change your life and get and 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 get and allow access 
and stop being a bitch. If you really love your children, you will make sure that their father is in their lives and he wants to be in their lives. You, I ain't saying go chase this man to the moon. I'm saying a man is like, hey, let me get my kids. Hey, let me take them here. Let me take them there. Don't be asking, is Trina going to be there? It don't matter who's going to be there. Just like you ain't going to let nobody hurt him. You, he, should, he ain't going to let nobody hurt him. Unless you had babies with a nitwit. <coughs> Excuse me. If that's the case, then I can't help you. The only time you keep a child from their father is if their lives are in danger if they're, when they're with them. But not just because you in your feelings about whatever or whatnot. Because at the end of the day, the resentment's going to be all yours. The misery's going to fall into your lap. And all that, that that venom and vitriol that you spit and, and threw towards his way going to come back to you 20-fold. Let your kids be in their daddy's life and let the daddy be in their life. Get out your feelings. All right, y'all. This is the Lion's Den signing off.